Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. WBUR Podcasts. Boston. Think about your all-time favorite story. Now think about how you would feel if you weren't allowed to tell this story or hear this story ever again. In today's episode, we'll meet a character who believes that stories belong only to her until those stories help her change her tune. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called The Never-Ending Stories. Versions of this tale come from many places, including Korea in East Asia, Cambodia in Southeast Asia, and Kazakhstan in Central Asia. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this story, including Anjali Bamani and Adrian Ray. Anjali Bamani is well-known in the gaming world for her fan-favorite roles in Overwatch and Apex Legends. She recently starred in the Netflix comedy series Special and will appear in Ms. Marvel, coming to Disney Plus on June 8th. Adrian Ray stars in the Paramount Plus revival of the football dramedy The Game. You grown-ups may recognize her from NBC's Chicago Fire and the sci-fi series Vagrant Queen. So circle around, everyone, for the never-ending stories. There once was a girl named Hannah. Hannah lived in a grand house with her mother, her father, and her aunt, a wise, warm woman named Soka. Hannah's mother and father were merchants who were constantly away on business, so Soka was like another parent to Hannah. She cooked Hannah delicious meals, she taught her important lessons, and best of all, she told the most amazing stories ever. Aunt Soka! Tell me a story. Tell me a story. (sighs) Tell me a story, please. Well, since you asked so politely, I will. Now sit back and get cozy. There once was a farmer named Stella. She and her husband, Ovi, lived in a house... Hannah loved hearing Soka's stories. They lit up her imagination and made the world feel so much bigger and brighter. In fact, she loved them so much that she asked Soka to make her a promise. Aunt Soka, these stories you tell me each night, promise me you'll never tell them to anyone else. Oh, but Hannah, stories are such wonderful creations of the imagination. Shouldn't they be shared with others? Passed on? One person tells a story to another person, who tells that story to another person, who tells that story to another. It's like a gift that keeps on giving forever. Well, I don't want to share. I want your stories to be mine, all mine. I never want them to leave this room. Promise me you'll never tell them to anyone else. Please. Soka knew how stubborn her niece could be. Once Hana got an idea into her head, she wouldn't back down easily. All right, Hannah. I promise. I will never tell these stories to anyone else. Well, the years went by, and Soka told Hannah one story. Once upon a time, in a deep green valley, there was a village. After another, 
In another time, long, long ago, there came a summer when the rain ceased to fall. After another. Way, way back, when the world was young, a kangaroo lived with her little daughter, Joey. Eventually, Hano was no longer a young girl, and it came time for her to go off to college. The university was in another city many miles away, so Hano would have to travel there by carriage. The day before her big trip, Hana was attending a going-away party with friends. Back at the house, Soka was bustling from room to room, making sure all of her niece's belongings were ready to go. Okay, all of her clothing is in this trunk here. That chest contains her shoes. This case contains her sheets and towels. But wait, where are her books? Hmm, I must have left that box up in her room. When Soka walked up the stairs, she found the door to Hana's bedroom was closed. But as she reached for the handle... What are those voices I hear behind the door? Hana and her friends are all at that party. Who could be inside? Soka pressed her ear against the door. The murmuring and chattering seemed to be getting louder and louder until... Listen up, everybody. Listen. Thank you. Now... Hana could come back from her party any minute, so we'd better make this snappy. We need to come up with a plan. Ooh, yes, a plan for revenge. For keeping all of us story spirits locked up in this room for so long. Instead of being shared. Like we're supposed to be. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Soka was dumbfounded. Story spirits? What were story spirits? But then... It dawned on her. The story spirits must be the spirits of all the stories I've told Hana through the years. The ones she insisted I never tell to anyone else, so they've never left this room. The voices sounded rather angry, and Soka was afraid. But she tried to remain calm and quiet as the story spirits carried on. Look, folks, Hana is leaving for college tomorrow. She's going out into the world. It's high time we found a way to finally get back at her for holding us prisoner. Any ideas? Oh, I know. I'm a story that has a magic well in it. One drink from my well and you lose all your memories. <laughs> you forget everything you've ever known. Hmm, that sounds promising. Yes, I'll send my well to the side of the road... When Hana rides by and sees my cool, clear water, she won't be able to help herself. She'll have to take a drink. That's a fine idea. It is late summer and it's hot outside. But maybe we should have a backup plan in case Hana isn't feeling thirsty. Well, I'm a story that has an enchanted apple tree. One bite of my apples and you'll fall into a deep, deep sleep. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. I'll send my apple tree over to the side of the road. When Hannah rides by in her carriage, she's sure to be hungry from her long journey. The minute she sees those shiny red apples, she won't be able to resist. I love everything I'm hearing. But in case she escapes both the well and the tree... I'm a story that has a dragon in it. A, a dragon? dragon? Yes. 
a giant green dragon with big wide wings and orange flames shooting out of its nose. Whoa! That's amazing! Right? Once Hana gets to college and goes to bed, my dragon will come swooping down to her window, breathing those orange flames, and it'll scare the pants off of her. Oh, that's good. So good. Then we'll really get even with her. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side of the door, Soka felt a chill go down her spine. Oh, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Stories are supposed to be wonderful creations of the imagination, the gift that keeps on giving. Yet because these stories have been imprisoned in this room for so long, they've become angry, spiteful, willing to stop at nothing to get revenge on their captor. Soka turned and hurried down the stairs. What do I do? If I tell Hana what I just heard, she'll never believe me. No one will. Soka sat down at the kitchen table, her head in her hands. She had never wanted her stories to be locked up, and now she definitely didn't want them to cause any harm to Hana, who had always been like a daughter to her. Oh dear, oh dear. There must be a way to save Hana, and finally convince her that stories must be shared. I have to come up with something. And when I do, boy oh boy, will I have a story to tell. What will Soka do? What would you do if you were in her shoes? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today our story is called The Never-Ending Stories. Before the break, the spirits of the many, many stories Hana had ever been told wanted to get revenge for being locked up in her room and never shared with others. Hana's Aunt Soka overheard the story spirit's plot. The next morning, as the horse-drawn carriage was being loaded up for Hana's trip to college, Soka approached the coachman as he sat high in his driver's seat. Good morning, sir. 
Now, I know that as the coachman, it's your job to drive the carriage, but I wonder if you would let me do the driving? The coachman gave Soka a sideways glance. Oh, I know it's an odd thing to ask, but I've been with Hana all her life, and here she is, all grown up, going off to college. I'd love just a few more days with my darling niece before she starts school. It will be so hard to say goodbye. As Soka wiped a tear from her eye, the coachman sighed and got down from his seat. Soka climbed up and took his place. Oh, thank you, sir. This means the world to me. Uh, Hana, come on out, dear. It's time to go. Hana came running from the house. Aunt <laughs> Soka, you'll be driving me to college? That's right, my dear. <laughs> It'll give us more time together. And it just might teach you a lesson as well. Hana stepped into the carriage and shut the door. Soka signaled the horses to go. And they took off down the road. The late summer air was warm and sticky. Inside the carriage, Hana was sweating buckets. So you can imagine her delight when all of a sudden, by the side of the road, she spotted... Ah, a well! Indeed. Standing next to a green hedge was an old stone well with a bucket, pulley, and rope. The well was full of shimmering, clear water. Oh, Aunt Soka, the water inside that well looks so cool and refreshing. I'm so thirsty I could drink a river. Let's stop the carriage and get a drink. One glance at the well and Soka's heart filled with dread. This must be the well the story spirit talked about. The one whose water erases your memory. You can't drink from that well, Hana. With all this heat, the water's probably warm as a bath. (laughs) Here. Soka reached into her satchel and tossed Hana a canteen. I've brought plenty of fresh cool water from home. Drink to your heart's content. Then Soka signaled the horses to move faster, and the carriage rolled on. Hana sipped the water, but after a while she found she was getting hungry. So you can imagine her excitement when all at once, by the side of the road, she spied... (gasps) An apple tree! That's right. Growing from the ground was a leafy apple tree, its branches full of shiny red apples. Oh, Aunt Soka, the apples on that tree look so delicious and juicy. My stomach is growling louder than a tiger protecting its cubs. Please, stop the carriage and let me pick some apples. One glimpse at the tree and Soka's blood went cold. This must be the tree the other story spirit talked about. The one whose apples put you into a deep, deep sleep. You can't eat those apples, Hana. I'm sure they belong to a farmer, and it's wrong to steal. Here. Soka reached into her satchel and tossed her niece a bag of apples. I've brought plenty of apples from our trees at home. Eat all you want. Then Soka urged the horses to move faster, and the carriage moved on. Now that they had gotten past the story spirit's first two traps, the rest of the ride was uneventful, and the carriage reached Hana's new college by sunset. Soka and Hana ate dinner did some unpacking. Then it was time for bed. Aunt Soka, tell me a story. Tell me a story. Tell me a story, please. But before Soka could say so much as once upon a time, she and Hana heard a loud roar. And next thing they knew, a giant green dragon with big wide wings and orange flames shooting out of his nose was swooping down from the sky, straight toward their wide open window. Ah! A dragon! Ahsoka, what's going on? Where did that dragon come from? 
Ahsoka grabbed Hana's trembling hands. Don't you worry, my dear. It's going to be okay. Tell me a story. Tell you a... what? Tell me a story! But not just any story. Tell me a story about a dragon. A story about a dragon? Just trust me. Tell me a story about a dragon. Perhaps one of the stories I told you? Soka gave Hana's hands a squeeze. Please! Hana's eyes were wide. Her body was quivering. But she took a deep breath, then began to tell a story. There once was a farmer named Stella. She and her husband, Obi, lived in a house down a long, long lane in the village. Good. Keep going. The house was small, but comfortable. Stella and her husband shared it with their friendly striped cat and their old faithful dog. And what about the hills above Stella's village? Who lived there? In the hills above Stella's village lived a giant green dragon. Right! And he was? He was a very wealthy dragon who had piles and piles of gold in his lair atop the hill. Slowly but surely, Hana told her story. And as she did, do you know what happened? The giant green dragon ceased his swooping and froze right there in midair. He cocked his scaly head as if listening to Hana tell her tale. And then he turned around and flew away, his giant green body becoming smaller and smaller as he soared off into the distance. By the time Hana was finished with her story, he had disappeared completely. The dragon, he's gone. I can't believe it. Well, I can. Hana shrugged her shoulders. What do you mean, Asuka? Sit back and get cozy. Oh, I'm going to tell you a story, a really good story. My best one yet. <laughs> there once was a girl named Hana. So Soka told Hana all about the story spirits and their anger and their plot to get back at Hana for keeping them locked in her room for all those years. So the well and the tree and the dragon, they were all sent by the story spirits to get revenge on me? They were, my dear. But by telling just one of their stories, the story of Stella and the dragon, you've begun to set them free. Soka gazed into Hana's eyes. She could see they were welling up with tears. Oh, Hana, my dear, it isn't too late to set all the stories free, to take these wonderful creations of the imagination and share them with others, pass them on. Let them be the gift that keeps on giving forever. But it's been so long, and there's so many stories I've locked away. Well, you've got your whole life to tell stories and to make up new ones. And wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what Hana did. She told stories about worlds with darkness and no light, worlds with light and no darkness, Stories about clever coyotes, cunning queens, and how the skunk got its stripes and smell. She told these stories to her friends, her teachers, and when she got older and had a family, to her children, 
who told the stories to their friends, teachers, and children, who told them to their friends, teachers, and children, and so on and so on. As for the story spirits, they were never angry or spiteful again, because Hannah finally realized that the best way to show her love for stories was to share them, pass them on, so they can be the gift that keeps on giving forever. Now it's your turn. Now that season five of Circle Round has come to a close, we want to hear from you. What has been your favorite Circle Round story so far? Send us a voice memo of you talking about your favorite episode. Grown-ups, grab a smartphone, open the voice memo app, hit record, and when you're done, email the sound file to us. Our address is circleround at wbur.org. This week's story, The Never-Ending Stories, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs and Circle Round's supervising producer, Amory Sievertson. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Want to color while you listen? Sabina has drawn a black-and-white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can print them out and color them in. Grown-ups, find more than 170 coloring pages at wbur.org slash circle round. Special thanks to this week's actors, Ryan DeLusung, Don Ursula, Anjali Bamani, and Adrian Ray. Anjali Bamani is well-known in the gaming world from her fan-favorite roles in Overwatch and Apex Legends, and recently starred on the Netflix comedy series Special. She'll appear in Ms. Marvel, coming to Disney Plus on June 8th. You grown-ups may recognize Adrian Ray from NBC's Chicago Fire and the sci-fi series Vagrant Queen. She stars in the Paramount Plus revival of The Game. Our featured instrument this week was the Dombra. You can learn more about this plucked stringed instrument from Kazakhstan and its neighboring countries and see a photo on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Help Circle Round reach even more families by giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Every review helps. And please tell your friends to follow us wherever they get their podcasts. And to keep the Circle Round experience going all week long, join our community on social media. You'll get to see listener art and videos, behind-the-scenes snapshots, and all sorts of fun stuff. On Facebook and Instagram, find us at Circle Round Podcast. On Twitter, find us at Come Circle Round. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Sarah, and I'm from China, and my favorite Circle Round story is The Emperor's Challenge. Hi, my name is Frances, and I live in Massachusetts, and I like the Circle Round the Mountain Spring. My name is Georgine, and I live in Brooklyn, and my favorite episode is The Three-Legged Paw. I like the part when The Three-Legged Paw brings the jealous guy to the North Pole. Hi, my name is Reese, and I'm from Colorado. My favorite Circle Round story is The Fire on the Other Side of the World, and I like how it shows that Little things can do big things. Hi, my name is Cadence. I live in Los Angeles, California. My favorite Circle Round story is I had the horn and the 
unicorn first. My favorite part about this story is where the elephants appear out of nowhere. Hi, I'm Kale, and I live in Laramie, Wyoming. And my favorite circle round story is the chattering clams because I like it when the clams get squished into the ground. Hi, my name is Eileen, and I live in England. And my favorite circle round story is Lookalike Falls because I like the part when the queen realizes that one of the stones are golden. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.